Hey, Nick, I'm thinking about breaking out of this place. Oh, yeah? This joint? This, this junk? This institution. Oh, yeah? What do you want to do afterwards? Uh, go to my doctor's family's house and kill everyone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, sounds like you and uh, Jack Palance have a lot in common. <laughs> we do. Hey, guys. It's your favorite final girl and boy, Emily and Nick, coming in. And your favorite final babysitter. Let's not forget Mike over there. Yo. Coming at you with a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where you dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This week, uh, it's time to finally talk about 1982's Alone in the Dark. As usual, Emily's got an original VHS and uh, pray for a blackout, and uh, let's hear what's on the back of that box. Some of the patients in The Haven, a state mental hospital, think that their doctor is going to kill them. These psychopaths are treated by Dr. Dan Potter, a new therapist. In their twisted minds, they feel they must kill Dr. Potter to survive. Considered dangerous... <laughs> okay... Hawks is a former PO. Wait, no, considered dangerous and corrigible. They are kept in a top security ward. Hawks, played by Jack Palance, is a former POW. Preacher Martin Landau is an angry prophet, and Fatty Erlen Van Lith, who cares, is a 370-pound Hulk who devours little girls, but rapes them actually. But one night, a citywide blackout enables the men to escape from their electric cells. They circle Potter's house, trapping him and his family inside. Cut off with no weapons, no telephone, and no electricity. The family faces a terrifying night, alone in the dark. 1982, your thoughts? Um, I think this movie should have had two different titles. Uh, City Slickers 3, Curly's Revenge. <laughs> or uh, Donald Pleasant Smokes a Joint. Uh, Donald Pleasant gets, Pleasant gets get, into opium. He gets wet. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great. I mean, it had Martin it. Landau, Jack Palance, Donald Pleasant's. I crap bigger than you. I mean, it, it, the heavy hitters in this one. You, I'm a number one. I <sighs> liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Um, yeah, it was good. It was very well acted. It was very, uh, it got intense in some parts, actually. Um, but yeah, yeah, top notch cast, man. Yeah, and we get Lynn Shay. Yeah, she, yeah, she is in there, man. Fucking yeah. A. Because this was actually uh, the. The the first horror movie that New Line Cinema came out with, yeah, the third movie in general, um, so it came out before A Nightmare on Elm Street, but uh, so Robert Shea was part of it, um, yeah. So uh, well, let's get a get us going, Mike. All right, so we see Martin Landau walking to Mom's diner. Every, he's, everything seems kind of off. Yeah, there's a grease fire in the back. Yeah, there's a yeah. huge fire in the back. <laughs> Um, he's orders the usual and they bring out this weird fish and a frog hops out of it. And then we see Donald Pleasance with a knife, uh, speaking eloquently and there's, well, starts raining and oh, he just runs out of the kitchen and goes six times. <laughs> it starts like raining inside of the building and there's lightning. It's a really cool, wind. it's a really cool scene, man. I and like then, it a lot. And then all of a sudden Martin Lando's like, like hung upside down and Donald Pleasant splits him with a huge meat cleaver. But he wakes up screaming. From crotch It was down. all just Martin Landau's nightmare. And then it cuts the to preacher. the title sequence, which had really good music, I thought. Yeah. I thought the whole score to this was pretty, and the pretty punk, excellent. And the Sick Fucks. Oh, Sick Fucks. Oh, yeah. Awesome. They yeah, actually, the Sick Fucks yeah, they, I think they changed their name to chop, the Sick Fucks chop, after because the, of the movie. movie. Yeah. No, I, I like that yeah. kind of, Yeah. But we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. So there's a sooty-faced man, a guy that has, like, black stains all over his face. And he is there to see the guy who runs the asylum, Dr. Bain. Donald, <laughs> Donald Pleasance. Leo Bain. It's played by Leo Don, Bain. Donald Pleasance, yeah. 
And we find out that he had car trouble on the way up, so it's not soot. It's like grease. But he's late to see the doctor, and Lin Shay is playing what we think is like the receptionist. Oh, no. But it turns out she's not really she's the receptionist. Right. She's one of the patients here at the Haven. And Because she uh, says the doctor is invisible. Yeah. You yeah, can't see him because he's invisible. he's invisible. But then another lady comes and takes him to the Dr. Donald Pleasance, Leo Bain. And Leo Bain kind of seems pretty out there himself. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he gets real, real handsy with the new doctor. We realize uh, very, very, uh, right there, too, that he's pretty much playing the same character as in Halloween, except for the fact that he doesn't believe anybody's evil. But he's sure. he he's still like a psych doctor, so yeah, it's the same thing. So then we're at the Potter. So crazy as hell. <laughs> yeah, he's he's wild as a rattlesnake. Um, but we're at the Potter's house. Um, there's a broken vase. Uh, we see Jack. Oh, uh, there, Jack Pounds is like walking back and forth um, in his cell, and he ends up setting off an alarm. Because it's all electricity. Electricity is the only thing that separates us from them. Well, this is all just found footage of Jack Palance. <laughs> He's such a good breather. Yeah. <sighs> but He's been using brand It X. goes back to Dan, uh, Dan, who's the new therapist or new whatever. Therapist He's at you. his house. Yeah, what what happens there? I just uh, uh, well, I mean, well, you meet you meet his you, wife. You meet the wife and her name's Nell, and at first I didn't know if it was his real daughter because she called him Dan. Well, it could be a stepdad situation. But it was. I don't know. It wasn't because later on he said like that's my daughter, whatever, and she calls him dad later. But um, but I did wonder that at first too. But Ted is ugly, man. I thought she was cute. I, I liked her. She's like I, a young blossom. At first, uh, I was like, ew. That, you're right. It is like a young blossom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come she, on. I did like her more as the movie went along. That's not but a good defense. She's good comic relief. Though, she man. is. Yeah. yeah, she's a good actor. But I guess we go straight back to the they straight back to the hospital. They're talking about the, the third floor. The third floor, floor yeah. is maximum security, but I don't think they have any bars or anything. It's just all No, electric. because he doesn't want it to feel like he... Uh, Donald Pleasance, Leo Bain, he says he doesn't want it to feel like he says it's a haven, not a jailhouse. And the patients, they, but they require that those patients required maximum security. So he, the, he did the least that he could do to satisfy the, the government or whatever. Yeah, and probably, so he had these, these electric yeah. doors. But See, seeing what unfolds later. Who, who In the case of a blackout. Um, about the blackout, possibly. Uh, <sighs> So, but he calls them voyagers over he calls these all the crazy over. people voyagers that are on a journey and he's like he says something like it's a violent society and they're done with their violence they're working on other things now i was like yeah right so this is where Potter... and, but he does say they wouldn't survive outside which outside of the insane asylum and but Somebody he does say that survive. but he does say that one of the reasons they don't have bars is because um Frank Hawks, which is played by Jack Palance, was a POW, and uh, that like would, bars. you know, yeah, he the, the bars would <laughs> That's like a pretty good Palance name. Would I guess trigger some kind so of so Potter's PTSD. going to meet all the the crazy people, but there's only there's four be, yeah, guys, four guys on the third floor. There <laughs> yeah. is what Fat Boy, 
Fatty. Fatty. Is it, they call him Fatty. There's, I call him Big Boy in my there's fa- they But his nickname's Fatty. Then there's Preacher, Byron, and Frank. And the preacher and, likes to set churches on fire? With no, people yeah. On he likes to set things on fire in general. Is that, is that when Jack Palance goes, he likes to set things on fire, but people are in them. That's, that's no. That's he says his he says trip. he says that later. I have I it written it. down. But, um, that, that's his trip. But that's he talks trip about indeed. everyone's trips later because one of them is. Uh, yeah, I'll go into that. But yeah. and then there's the bleeder. The bleeder. And yeah. he's he he won't show his face, which now we know at the end yeah, you realize yeah, yeah. why they don't show yeah, his face. They're clawing at the wall. They say that he's shy around new people, so he won't show his face. Um, and then he also gets introduced to Ray, who's my favorite character, who's the uh, guard on that floor. So, at some point, Jack Pounds' character, Frank, starts thinking that Potter has killed their old doctor, which apparently they really liked. Yeah. Um, And that's going to come in to play real big. Well, he says, happy trails, Dr. Potter. Happy trails. And uh, Leo goes, I hear you, Frank. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, So, Potter is, they're in bed at night, and he's like, Potter killed Harry Merton, and now he wants to kill us. It's like, thanks a lot, Frank. No, he wants to kill us. So, and then I said, who the fuck is Tony? But the, they're talking about, yeah. they go back to, Tony's Dan's sister, but. Who the fuck Fam- is There's a family Tony? breakfast. Um, we see Donald, this is where Donald Pleasance after the breakfast, and they're talking about Tony. Tony, yeah, well, it's important to note that Tony, they, they, this is when we find out Tony had uh, just recovered from having a nervous breakdown because yeah. Nell his wife is like, I don't know about, you know, Tony or whatever. Is, is, it, is she going to be okay? And he's like, breakdowns can be cleansing. So is, is, she's coming t- to t- visit. Tony's to God, the sister, true. right? Yeah, Tony's that's his sister. Yeah. Pro, she's proto Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah, side, side ponytail. Oh, yeah. A lot hotter than Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, fuck she's yeah. She's beautiful. Nothing so, against the Gibbler. But yeah, we go back to, Dr. this Bain is when he's like smoking opium. No, it's opium. <laughs> it's an opium pipe. He's smoking I opium. He, he's a, he called it herb. No, later he, he's on, he, it's, it's, it's opium. But uh, he keeps on calling. He says they're voyagers I, again. You can mix that stuff. And he's like, schizo taking a journey. Okay, so he's Loomis. Uh, whatever. Uh, and then Potter's upstairs talking with um, but Curtis. But no, he, before that, he goes, mind moving fast is crazy. Mind yeah. moving slow, saint. Mind stopped is God. I was like, you're crazy as mind, hell. Like, okay, Bane. Yeah, dude, he is fuck? lifted, cuz. Uh, dream with when, me, baby. That's when they go to uh, Ray asking Potter if he wants some herbal tea. And when he says no, he's yeah. like really disappointed about it. Do you think it was more... I don't know. Like drugs? I'm, I'm not on now. So I think we're about to... Uh, where the preacher sets his coat on fire. He keeps asking everybody for matches. And Bane finally gives him some matches. Great idea. And then but, we no, hear... before, but before that, Ray does tell Potter, this is important. Ray tells Potter that Hawks has Hawks has told these other three and thinks that he killed Merton and he wants to kill them. So they're, he want, they want to kill Potter. We so he knows Potter. this. Like He knows this very early on that this is like a something they want to do. Yeah. He doesn't really take it seriously. It doesn't but. just come out of nowhere. He... He knows this is a possibility, or should. Yeah, so but he gets uh, a match from happens. Bane while he's talking to some woman about her intestines that are coming on strangling her, and needs she turning into porcelain. But okay. So we hear like <laughs> shouting, tricky, man. But Leo does give on. him a match. Yeah, he gives him a match. Dude lights his shirt on fire, but Leo comes over there and threatens what we saw in the dream. 
He's like, I'll split you right down the middle if you don't, you know, put that down or whatever. up real fast. Okay, and this is where big boy Fatty is in Dr. Potter's office. Dr. Potter's office, he finds a piece of mail that has Potter's address. He also sees a picture of his wife and little girl. And Fatty is a child monster, so that probably causes attention. And, and then we meet Tony. Then Tony, the beautiful sister, shows up. And she asks if there are any Rastafarians like, yeah, around. Yeah, she's asking about reggae shows, and she mentions going to see a punk rock show later. Yeah, she's into music now. Yeah, she's like, uh, I want to take y'all to a rock concert. And I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Tony, Nell, and Dan. I was like, Dan's, I do not see this dude letting loose, but. Oh, uh, Dr. Studebaker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the name of the club Stumps? I don't know. But it, it cuts back to like Dan and Frank yeah, and they're, they're talking about Merton and I think that Dan's trying to tell it, get him to realize that Merton's not dead and he's in Philadelphia. But uh, Of course you would say that. That's when, that's when Ray talks about, uh, you know, his voyage and he's like, we're all on these different trips and Fatty's trip is to rape little girls. Byron's trip is fire and he says... I'm social. We aren't crazy. We're on vacation. Yeah. That's his trip. Yeah. Tr- and, but they're taking a trip to the rock concert. Hilariously no. talking about these people's crimes, laughing about it. The bleeder strangled people, but every time he would strangle them, he would get these vicious nosebleeds. So that's why he was called the bleeder. And then they like start that's laughing a, about Fatty a being gimmick. a 400-pound a guy <laughs> that rapes gimmick. little girls. And they're like, ha, <laughs> And I'm like, what kind of fucking conversation is this? Also, patient... Patient doctor confidentiality breach, but yeah, yeah, who needs it? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck so eighteen dollar concert though, by yeah. the way. Well, I think that it was for all three ass. tickets. It was six dollars a head, right? I don't know. It was six dollars a head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought which, it was like which, eighteen dollars. Even for the eighties, that's kind of like a I weird thought, price. Man. I thought he that said eighteen a piece. But this band's pro. They, yeah, they're good. They had it going on. Yeah, dude. Chop up your mother. Fucks, Chop dude. up your mother. Like they had the ladies with all the like big. Toy axes yeah, or whatever. Dude. Yeah, this chop, show chop, and chop, this chop. show looks awesome, man. Yeah. Um. So the sister, she just like runs up to the pit. Fuck yeah. You know, she's uh, trying to get in the middle of it. But um, you know, we get to we get to hear the sick fucks for a little while, and then the power goes out like middle of a song, and we see that it's also gone out up at the Haven. And they get in the car, and the radio says. This blackout is either an act of sabotage or an act of God. An and I was like, really? God. I was like, that's what you have to say on the radio about this? And also, if there's a blackout, can you send transmit to anything? Um, I would imagine they have I think a radio might still work. Yeah. yeah, I guess to send emergency signals. Oh, yeah. But you can't get them on like a TV. I don't know. <laughs> I, sure I, I, I have no idea. Somebody's got to have a so, fucking generator. So at the asylum. Ray. Um, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. They decide, they, hey, this is the time we escape. And unfortunately, they find Ray. Ray was just trying to hide. They could have just left, but they find Ray. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, I'm a sinner, man, because he's trying to talk to uh, Byron. Yeah, he's like, like uh, yeah. I, I'm whatever, a sinner. Whatever, I'm a sinner, man. Yeah, whatever. He's like, please forgive me, but uh, preacher sure doesn't care. But, and he uh, beats him, and then Fatty takes him and... Uh, it's a backbreaker, like yeah, back a breaks his Argentine spine. backbreaker, maybe. Yeah. It's definitely a wrestling hold. Well, like, he was uh, that guy was a professional bodybuilder, so because uh, the scene where later on he pull, picks that girl up, that's yeah. that's real. That's real. Yeah, man, I had no idea. 
Oh, and then I, I wrote, new phone, who dis? Because th- <laughs> that is that it's Dr. Barkin, but we've not seen him in the movie. He's a doctor at the institution, but we haven't seen him at all. But he just, just, he just random fling, doctor that shows up during the blackout. Him out the way uh, Fatty throws the doctor is pretty great. I, Apparently that, it killed him. That shot was really cool, though, because he, he the this random doctor pulls up. Um, he gets out, and his headlights are on the institution and all these people are outside but then you see the four the the main escapees like the guys we're going to follow they all come out at once and that shot's really cool like the headlights hitting them and they're like all walking together yeah. towards them and like then yeah fatty, fatty pulls him out of his car and throws him hard enough to i guess kill him yeah they say he's dead i didn't think he was dead but he is in the kill count so um so I guess the power... Also, at something least makes, makes up the babysitter it, bunkie. It does make sense, though, in this movie, as opposed to another Donald Pleasant's movie, Halloween, that they know someone knows how to fucking drive. Yeah. It makes no sense that Michael Myers no, can drive. But doesn't. at least, like, we understand that these people had lived in society They probably before. went in knowing how to drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but someone did. Yeah. Was Frank at the wheel? I think, Yeah. And later on, I was like, well, where's the bleeder after the looting situation? Then I realized. Let me yeah, he kind of takes his own way. Yeah. But, um, so they steal the car. They yeah, steal bu- the car. Oh, yeah, Bunky. Yeah, so it goes to Bunky. I th- does Bunky get awakened by the power going Bunky. on? Bunky. Uh, no, she gets awakened by them coming home from the concert. They wake oh, her up. Oh, okay. Bunky is and hot. And she, well, she, she like, says, uh, she's really cute. Oh, yeah. Low rent Sharon Tate. And she works. says, I'm more uh, of a Tony she hopes that they don't fix the blackout too soon. And I was like, okay, well, you're cute, but dumb. Dude, I like, uh, like Candlelight. So now, like, the escapees, this this blackout situation dissolved very quickly <laughs> because there there is looting going on immediately. There are fires everywhere. And, yeah, suburb rioting and looting, yeah. looting. Like it goes to shit real fast. Like immediately, and the escapees go they into, real into they it. go into this place, and they are like in awe of it. They love it. Yeah. So what they go this? into a hardware is this store. A Dick's Sporting Goods. Well, I, it must be something like that because Fatty tries to put a hel- a football helmet on his head oh, and it won't fit his head and, and he's pissed off about it. But they it. steal like a gun. Good on you, Fatty. They steal a baseball bat. They steal a hockey The bleeder mask. finds a the hockey, hockey mask. Yeah, the hockey mask this is real cute. Is, it, it is pre... Oh, it's way it's, before. It's, is it? It's Jason. a year before. Oh. Well, yeah, the Jason, hockey mask isn't even until three. I thought it was like... Yeah, a, Jason doesn't know, get but, a mask till part three. I know, but I thought they were kind of tipping their hat to that. No, this came out in 82. So that was still it would be the other way around. But uh, Frank yeah. gets a gun, and Preacher has a big old knife. And, the, you know, they all have those later. And then Ly- they cuts back to the doctor's house, and Lila gets woken up, I guess, and comes downstairs and asks her mom and Tony. She's like, have y'all been smoking pot again? But, but right, <laughs> yeah. before that, right before that, the bleeder runs off. Yeah, like, the, bleeder, the bleeder, when they're, they all steal a van, and yeah. the bleeder runs off. And Tony, but so Tony's like going to take Lila to bed or whatever. And I was like, this is the worst. She's like, I'll be good at tucking her in. I'm like, okay, no, she, you're not. Because she all, talks about how afraid of the dark. She yeah. Is. Cause she's like, are you afraid of the dark? And Lila's like, no, I haven't. I don't even remember my childhood. And I was like, okay, adult Lila, you're like eight years old. Doesn't that kid have a shirt on that says keep walking, save energy. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I like it. Uh, but she's like, yeah. uh, she talks Very about like girl. hating 
the dark and how there were monsters in the closet under the bed. This kid don't give a shit about and any of that. And then Lila was like, well, you sound like a pretty messed up kid. Yeah, this kid's <laughs> this kid's years bond beyond these people in intellect. And, and then, uh, then the bleeder kills a guy to steal his van, even though they already have a car. Anybody uses a one of those three prong garden tools? Like yeah, it's a it's a garden. Gar, well, it's, a, it's called a garden fork in this one. But um, yeah, he rips his throat out, and then his nose. That I mean, when they said he bleeds from his nose, yeah, yeah he cool. bleeds from his nose. That's not a regular nose; but it's gushing. And then Hot. I was like, the city succumbed. He's a squirter. I was like, the city <laughs> succumbed to chaos very quickly. But yeah, then, these people were waiting for this. Yeah. And I'm like, but then it's any a, day all now. of a sudden it's the next day, which I thought was really cool because I and do like it. nobody gives a shit. It's all over. I do <laughs> like it when there's like a, it doesn't all happen in one night. Yeah. So we're to the next day. So it's like light again. So we're supposed to feel safe, I guess. We see a little mailman guy on a bicycle. It's like an old timey postman. Yeah. yeah. He looks like a bike Nazi. And Frank, He's yeah. like, what the fuck Frank is this? Frank wants his hat. Yeah. He goes, I want that. So there's like a, and then, that's him where I thought he was talking about something else. Well, that's where I wrote, where's the bleeder? Cause the bleeder is not in the van. Yeah. Well, so, he took off. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he booked it. And he goes, the postman's like, were you some kind of asshole? And I was like, uh, yeah, they are. They and are assholes. Martin they are just like being assholes. <laughs> I mean, Martin Landau's just cackling out the window. Dude, I thought Martin Landau was kind of creepy as just the, the, uh, the what do you call it, the uh, goon in North by Northwest. But this one, he's creepy as fuck. Yeah, yes. he's really good in this. Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> uh, um, sorry. So they, they rever- uh, ended up reversing like and punching it and just like. He goes flying when the So Byron gets his hat. And there's a little scene where he puts it on his head. So Tony's making a poster for a pro to a nuclear It was a pretty good poster. No, it wasn't. I thought, that it, was they, cool. I thought it looked like something that a high schooler made. I thought it was well, fairly uninspired myself. Uh, Come yeah. on, guys. But that one was she was making that for American Mary, but you're gonna stick up for this. It wasn't poster as good as my wanna... Confederate flag uh, one that said "Fly this free bird to the front row." That Leonard Skinner. Oh, dang! But th- <laughs> Didn't so work. there's a knock at the door, <laughs> and it's... my most embarrassing moment. I just told that loud. Hey, at least it's not me this time. Well, yours is worse. So we'll get there. So, no. <laughs> Preacher shows up at the door well, with a telegram. But we also have to say Nell is also going to a protest. They're going. Yeah, Tony they're and Nell going are going to go to a nuclear. That's what the poster's for. Yeah, but she was like, "This is your poster, or whatever." So yeah, Byron shows up at the door for a tell, like pretending to be a telegram. And he says guy. he's going to come back later. Yeah. So then we cut to Potter and Bane at Haven, and they're talking about how there's like five. Six people missing, but that's not even including the third floor guy. So I guess ten total inmates have escaped. And and he goes, those men were moving along so well, and then he says, uh, their violence is is a pain that no one can hear. And Dan says, three the three men they murdered heard them. And I was like, well, who's Facts. the third one? Well, I, I guess well the, Ray the, the, and the doctor. Fa- well. The, no, he's, he's, the, he's saying the three that apparently between those four guys three they murdered three men like before this yeah yeah because <laughs> they murdered two last night yeah they don't know about this stuff yet they're talking about what got them sent away but they know about ray and they know about dr 
Bur, Barney, Barney, I don't Bergen, Dead guy. I don't know. Bergen Arnie. Okay. Well, anyway, Lila gets home and Fatty's there. She's by herself because his wife or her mother is in jail with Tony. And uh, yeah, and I got Tony and Tom, Tom start yeah. flirting. He's mm. the black well, guy. Well, Tom protest loves. Guy with the black eye. Yeah, Tom says, uh, she because uh, Nell wants to use the phone because she needs to call because her because kids getting home, whatever. Home. And he's like, you have to stay, wait in line. And Tom is actually next in line <laughs> to use the phone, so he lets Nell go. Before him, so she's like I really likes Tom. And who I've, says I've been to county, and dead. I don't think that's how that works. Well, I guess if there's that many people though at once that they bring uh, in. But I, yeah. anyway, that's when Tony and Tom like start being in love or whatever. So yeah. then we go to Bunky's house because she's Bunky. getting a phone call. Yeah, her Do- house is really cool looking. Doctor Potter calls Bunky to get her to go check on Lila, and then. Is that when she calls her boyfriend? No. No, she she, she, so she, goes she walks over. into the house. She goes over, goes upstairs. No, but she she's yelling for Lila. Lila's not answering. It's real suspenseful. But then she opens the door and Lila is napping. Asleep in bed. Yeah. I so, thought it would look like hey, maybe she is dead. So Bunky's like, I'm gonna use this opportunity. That's when she calls her boyfriend. Yeah. And he immediately comes over. I uh, thought she was dead. She the leaves doors a, open. She leaves a scavenger hunt yeah. of clothes. There's the oh, Hansel and Gretel bullshit. Yeah. Again. Wait, like, no, 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 wait. No, no. Hansel and Gretel, they it were brother and sister, crumbs. Mike. No, dude. Yeah, but he, he's just saying a scavenger trail. hunt. Sure. There's a, scr- a crumb. Hansel. He used the same fucking thing with the mutilator know, when Mike but Hansel was... and Gretel didn't fuck, dude. No, I'm not saying it's not. It's Grimm's fairy tale. They it's not that they're the clothes. The it's that there's a trail of shit that people are following. It's yeah. just called it a scavenger hunt. It happens really. in a lot. No scavenger hunts when like there's clues and you're like, well, the clue would or be like the you shirt. You have to find something red. <laughs> pants. But this is like. It's just a trail of clues leading a into a room where Bunky's on a bed. The so. boy who cried wolf. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that has, not that has nothing all. to do with that. But, um, so yeah, she's in bed. She's ready to roll. Yeah, and she's like, what took you so long? Now you only have an hour. And I was like, that's a plenty, that's of, plenty time, of time, Bucky. Yeah. She was but, like, she was like Little Caesars, hot and ready. Then we see her tits and her weird underwear. I think they're cute. I Dude, thought they were bunk, weird and diaper looking. at in this so fucking movie. They hear a noise. Ah. And then I were, why is Billy's voice as high as Bunky's? I was about to say, they have the he, same yeah, fucking they, they, voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Will you go check that out? And he goes, oh, really? You think that's something? He's like, they're, they're sending him in the closet and he's like, want to hear the Gettysburg address again? And I was like, what <laughs> in the fuck are you guy, talking how about? How does this guy have Bunky, man? It's not real. So he checks the closet. There's nothing there, and then he immediately gets pulled under the bed. Uh, That's that a was pretty really good scene, scary. Man. It was cool, and then this knife starts coming up through the mattress. The second of which, like, is right in it her crotch her area. Yeah. Well, the third one cuts her hand, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Third one's uh, at the fingers, but she makes it to the door even though she's like sitting on this bed forever, just like yeah, come on, do it again, just dude. Do you think like, this is a New Line Cinema thing because they did that in Nightmare on Elm Street as well with him in the bathtub, the hand coming up right in the girl's crotch? That's it's hot. I guess. I don't know. So Somebody she makes it. She door. does. She does get to the door. She gets, she gets out, out, and then Fatty's there, and he picks her up and strangles her, and it's really cool. Looking. Yeah, that's, and that's I didn't real. Know it was real. Yeah. He's no, that, that actress is dead now. Yeah, so they, uh, 
So she we got, gets, so they get the next scene is there's a detective there and yeah uh they they're like well nothing at the Potter home Bunky and Billy are nowhere to be found so they don't think anything happened uh, except for that they do know because Lila had woken up and said that Fatty had been there yeah. but he was nice to her and um. He Dan's like, oh well, I'm glad that Fatty wanted to come to my house to talk to me. I was like, you're fucking optimistic. Yeah. You you know he rapes little girls. Donald Pleasant too much. But okay, yeah. uh, they taking your work seriously. So is then, one but thing, Tom, but uh, by the Tom way, Tom is home. Tom is with them now because uh, since he let Nell go before him in line, she's like brought him home for dinner. So. Family dinner. The cop stays as well. Uh, yeah. Bunky's missing, we hear. Where's oh, Where could old Bunky be? But her boyfriend's also missing. Sweet, sweet. And then so, it comes to Leo calling, trying to yeah, call Yeah, he's Dan. trying to call, but can't get through for some reason. And he's real paranoid during this. Scene. And he's hanging out with the receptionist or something? The real receptionist, yeah. So they're eating dinner and they hear some sounds. And the real reception of the Hills. They acknowledge it, but then choose to ignore it. Of wherever then the fuck this is. The uh, where is this? The cop talks about how his mom could be anywhere. Emily. The cop talks anywhere about how his USA. mom would hear the TV when it was turned off. And then they hear another bump, and the cop cop goes Scooby Dooing around. Well, before that, they Tom's to talking uh, talking about alternate energy sources, and I was like, I don't. That's a, that's only what crazy people talk about. But right? Dan is, but Dan's really quick to explain away shit with the four escape mental patients who want to kill him. He really like even though Ray already told him like, hey, they're talking about killing you. Yeah, and two he, of but, them have been at your house. Today, yeah, but he's just like, it's cool. Like, I'm glad they want to talk to me. I'm like, you are really preacher. Whatever. He took the hit off Donald Pleasance's pipe. So, by detective, and he's like, everyone stay cool. And I was like, why yeah. doesn't anyone take, why isn't anyone taking this seriously? These four escapees well, you, were you convicted of fa- really serious crime. No, you saw how fast this town really got over a blackout riot looting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, over like, the next day. They're <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, time to deliver the mail. Like, whatever. Yeah, like, last <laughs> so, night was wild, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No one is even talking <laughs> about the fact that I got a new TV. It was fucking crazy. The whole town looted everything yeah. but okay. you can't arrest everybody so the cop goes outside and that takes, part's kind of tedious damn time that part gets walking tedious, around the yard yeah. until he gets like stapled to a tree with a crossbow bolt. which you awesome. know what that reminded me of <laughs> and the whole family is just watching you know what that reminded me of though and i think that was it a backwards slasher no and i it's a newer movie no, it's not new now but was it american mary no ne- uh you're next <laughs> I've never seen you. Oh, is that the one with Kane? No, no, it's the one with uh, a <laughs> the, no with, with a what's her face? Uh, sh- Barbara she, Crampton. Yes, and there's like a family home. The first like death is a as a crossbow goes through the window and kills one of the the first like the the daughter's yeah. boyfriend. I think they took it from that because everyone's like watching. It's very similar to that movie. That part. No, the whole rest of it is not, but whatever. Barbara Crampton. So you like it? Yeah. The, is there, have you not seen it either? Uh, you gave me a copy, but I don't watch anything. You should talk about the Patreon. You should watch the movie. I haven't watched a single the... one of these movies we've talked about the whole time I've been on the podcast. <laughs> I've just been kind of going through it with you guys. 
<laughs> Pretty yeah. good, huh? <laughs> good, good notes for a movie you've never I seen. I never saw it. <laughs> I just That's guessed. But they, you think the, you're reading the back the of the box? The next time they, because I was like, you're in a blackout. The phone isn't going to work, and Tony might have another breakdown, but this time it's the okay. Back old school phones still worked when the power was out. And there's a weird Tom and Dan dynamic. Call KUB. On the phone. Yeah. Your answering machine wouldn't work. The but phone. But Tom and Dan are like kind of having a whose dick is bigger contest. Like who's going to go well, to the car. Tom, Tom is kind yeah. of owning the ladies. But, like, we're going to have to defend this place. But he's then got, they look outside and they, they see that the detective's body is gone. Yeah, he's gone now. So, and then Lila says she needs a Valium. <laughs> and then doesn't like, the mom go upstairs and get Valium yeah, even she though Lila doesn't get Valium? She, she gets it for Tony, but then After there's an a... arrow, like, while an arrow is flying through Some, the window, the mom comes back with Valium. Something tells me Layla's gotten into the Valium. So, yeah, there's times. a shot through the window, and I was like... The, so they decide to move a bookcase over in front of the window, but then there's just a shot through that. So That's a pretty good shot. And Donald Pleasant still can't get the one phone. What do you mean disconnected? And he goes, he goes, you what never you call mean? the police. Then he's like, and then he talks to the operator and he's like, she has a serious problem. And I'm like, is she not dude, on a voyage too? He's sitting there with the pipe and the operator's like, listen, dude, numbers off. And he's like, no, that can't be right. And it's like, this guy is so stoned. He's like, that's not how phones work. And she's like, dude, I assure you it is. I sit here every night. I'm a switchboard you, operator. It, like, the phone is out of order. Yeah, listen, bro. Like... <laughs> So he we're working on it. He starts getting really worried. Um, the family is in the living room, like brainstorming. But Tom, no, Tom is like, no, they can't call. Tom's the one that uh, explains phones to them. Uh, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the crazy guy explains and, how well, the phones work. We don't know work. that yet. So. It doesn't take any time at all for Donald Pleasance to show up because they hear a car and it is Doctor Leo. He wants to talk to the guys. They're trying to yell at him, like he's get like, back it's in your fine. Car. I'll Go find him and we'll talk. And he's just being a real airhead. He's just he asking to be murdered. As fuck, dude. Man, and then, uh, and Byron, he sees Byron. Byron and he's the, like, did you guys hear the eagle noises? Yeah. Like, for some reason, when Byron showed up, they'd be like, yeah. like just the eagles keying in the distance. But he's like, Byron, King, hello. Queen. I bet you're confused. Get you over can come here. and talk to me. You gotta hit this fucking pipe. I know you're crazy, but if you hit this, it's gonna Everyone dude. inside is like, no, he's yeah. got no, do not, he's gonna murder you. Bring the pipe inside. But he it's called to light in the he rain. He immediately like gets his uh, ear cut off and by Byron, like, and then he starts talking about the Ten Commandments. He doesn't seem too concerned about his ear being he, cut he, off. That's when he talks about the Ten. He tries to like tell preacher like Thou shalt not kill is one of the Ten Commandments. I guess he is on opium if he can't feel shit. Well, he gets in his car and he tries to turn it on, but uh, Byron is just preaching and starts laughing. And then he hacks him. And. But then it cuts yeah. to Danny's. It's like, I wrote, oh, I just remembered they wanted to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I was Potter, like, reasoning is really going to work on these crazy. It's a, like, he's, what he seems the like it's a major realization. Yeah, like, he's he should like, have not forgotten He's this. like, oh, yeah. They, they think that me. I killed Mert and oh, no. How did it take him that long to figure that and out? And then he starts everyone's yelling just out the like, window, everyone's like, trying just to negotiate like, with standing Frank. and looking at everything. They're just like standing there doing nothing. So. They, yeah, then they start having another family meeting when the mutilated cop's body is thrown through the window and Tony just like freezes. Oh, and that's when Dan says Hawks is running this show. I knew that from the beginning. I mean, yeah, we did, but. Who ran it? Uh, so Tony's like going She's nuts like, again. Yeah, she starts like. 
I was like, this is a great incident to happen as soon as you get out of a fucking mental hospital for a nervous breakdown. So, like, this little part, I got super crazy Night of the Living Dead vibes. They're, like, hammering on the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one kind of did, you know, uh, out there ladies, like, just, like, frozen in terror. And she ends up seeing a fucking zombie at the window. At yeah, the end but of the it hallway. looks. Did you notice it looked like a burned young Jason? And you know who did? Who came in just to do that? Tom makeup? Savini. Tom Savini. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I had no idea. He he wasn't the main special effects so guy. He, he came in. He, he did come in to do that. That just that one effect. She was having. She was having a, of, a hallucination. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't a hallucination. Maybe it was Jason's ghost. <laughs> It looked like Jason. Yeah, it looked like haunting. young Jason. Yeah. Crazy. And he's like, but Dan talks to Tony. He's like, breathe deeply. Hopefully we don't have to go through this again. Well, I was like, well, no shit. Yeah. She thinks there's an open window, but it's not. Yeah. She's just straight tripping. Then Lila says something hilarious <coughs> in the background. I can't remember. She says something that's just rude. And it's like, Should, you've been smoking grass again. Um, then we start hearing smashy sounds. She realizes she's crazy. We hear smashes. Smashes. There's a fire in the basement. Ah, those teenagers are falling out of the closet. Um, yeah, they open the closet and the Bunky, Bunky, and, Bunky Billy. and Billy they fall out. out. The bodies. And then, uh, Bunky. so Potter's like, I'm going to the basement if there's a fire. And him and Preacher kind of duke it out I like in the, the basement. I like, I, like how Preacher, a... I like how Preacher had been in the basement that whole time with that fire. And it's yeah. like, dude, you would be suffocating. Like, <laughs> yeah. the smoke inhalation would have taken but, you down, dude. Yeah, uh, he, Dan has a fire extinguisher, which... Makes Not sense. all homes are equipped with fire extinguishers. Well, they those. should be. Yeah. I, got I know two they should. I don't. I don't have one. It didn't. I've, well, I, I, I don't I've been even through have, a house fire before. Two of my smoke detectors don't even work. Yeah. They're they're not even set up. But anyway, uh, so Dan like beats the shit out of Byron with uh, the fire extinguisher, and then he puts the fire out with three sprays. That never happens. And then I wrote Lila for the win on Fatty. Yeah, because dude, she Fatty like, comes running oh, around yeah. the corner. When Lila he comes running in, she trips dude, him with a, with a knife. It's the shit. And then, yeah, Smartest this, person in the movie. This whole scene is fucking this, excellent. This is great. So he gets a cleaver in his back. And then one of the other characters hits the cleaver in more with a baseball. No, bat. Tom does both of those. Tom does both. Yeah, okay. he hits him in the back with the cleaver, and then they're all freaking always, out because Fatty keeps getting up. The bleeder's always so he, hated Fatty. Yeah, so he takes a fucking. Uh, well, we don't know it's the bleeder. I know. Yeah. He so takes Tom, a bat though. Tom, 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 he's Tom bleeder. hits. But Tom does, hits him. Doesn't yeah. make more sense in hindsight. He's like, I've been waiting to kill this fat motherfucker for a long yeah, time. Yeah. So Tom. Well, the Tony. Tony good. starts hugging Tom after Fatty's dead. But then she starts getting all this blood dripping down on her. And we realize it's coming from Tom's nose. Tom's the bleeder. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, Potter's also running for the. That was awesome. Potter's also running for the car at this point. But it won't start. At the same time, though, we have good clutch assist with Lila with the knife to mom. Yeah. Uh, she throws knife the mom and the knife to mom and she, she stabs, she shit stabs out of Tom. Uh, Tom and the bleeder in the stomach and then Byron's back. Yeah, preacher comes back. There's another knife. Nell and Tony just stand there. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know something. But uh, preacher gets stabbed in the back. Was that again by Tom? No, no that was no, by Dan. They, they, no, Dan made Dan his comes wife back. do it. Oh no, no, wait, Tom, that okay. The wife Dan stabbed does that. the bleeder. Yeah. 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 And then, Tom. then yeah. that's when uh, Jack Palance, aka Frank Hawk, he comes in, 
And he's like, hey there, sugar bums. he does the typical last house on the left. Hills have eyes uh, type uh, thing where it's like, it's not just us crazy ones who kill. We all kill doctor when we must. Just and we all die when it's time. Oh, yeah. And then the power comes like back on. And uh, I was like, oh, the blackout's over. That's convenient. But guess who has me on TV? It's Dr. It, as soon as it comes back on, there's a special news report and Merton's on it. Dude, yeah, this, is, like, this is one of my favorite parts in the movie. Very convenient. Dan, Dan, the doctor or whatever, he's like, He's Jack Pounce is in there about to kill him, and he's like, "Dude, look, look, motherfucker! Like, it's look, it's yeah. dude, like, I like how it's naturally acted that he's just like, dude, dude, like, yeah." And then, but uh, I like it. Then uh, Frank turns to him when he's like, "It's Merton." He goes, "Be quiet," because he's very entranced with uh, seeing Merton on the TV and like taking, still taking up for them as patients. Yeah, he's like still saying that they're on a journey or what the fuck ever. I don't know. And so he smashes the television. But it's, and then he heartbreakingly breaks down. It's yeah. very like. It is good. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it does. Even though he's done terrible things, he's playing this crazy really He's done. Good. But yeah. he's done. He's. It's like really. And he's like, fuck this. I'm going to a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I think Dan says, I guess we made it. And I was like, what? Okay. And I was like, well, Frank's out and about now at this rock venue from earlier. So, and he's on a new journey now where uh, he won't uh, pay he to get a, into a show. He didn't have <laughs> no cash, so he beats the fuck out of the bouncer. And takes the, the money. Takes the, the door the money. Back, the people love it. The way he backs up into rock, him. And the, I thought it was a really good move. So he's now a punk rocker. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes um, to a punk rock show and he finds punk rock love. And she, she's like, hey, face. She Tuesday, just starts like, bar, remember? But he's like rubbing a gun on her face and yeah. she's loving it. And, and she goes, You wouldn't dare, huh? And then she says, Someone says rock or die. Yeah. And then it's over. Dude, yeah. Jack Palance yeah. goes to a punk rock show and he's cured. Yeah. Finds a girlfriend he wasn't and everything. Crazy. He just had to find his he just tribe. Find his, to find his yeah, dude. Just need to find dude. his tribe. Rock and roll and punk rock rule, man. <laughs> so kill count. Kill count. Kill count. One, Ray Curtis, the saddest of all the deaths in the my saddest. opinion. You know, Curtis is my middle name. Yes. Yeah. You have it on your... Oh, yeah. Don't tell anybody more information about um, him. He doesn't yeah. need okay. it. He just did. I don't care. Uh, right. um, yeah. Do you want to throw so, your social security number out there? This is at 30... How could hell be any worse, man? Uh, so the you fir- like bad religion? Yeah. Oh. You're a lot. The first death is at 32 minutes. It's Ray Curtis. He is beaten by oh. preacher, and then his spine is snapped in half by fatty. Um. Uh, the next it, it, one minute later is Doctor Barkin, random doctor. He's thrown Just out thrown. of a car by Fatty. <laughs> he then, only he only shows up in this movie to die. Yeah. Five minutes later, there is a looter who has his throat ripped out with a gardening fork by the bleeder. Um. Three minutes after that, the postman is run over by hawks with a van. That was just them being dicks. Yeah. 13 minutes later, Billy has his throat slit with a machete by a preacher, um, although it's off screen. Uh, two minutes after that, Bunky is strangled to death by Fatty. Seven minutes later is Detective Bernetti shot in the chest with a crossbow by Hawks. Um, nine minutes after that, we have Dr. Leo Bain. He's hacked to death with an axe by a preacher. Um, and then, let's see. Two, oh, it's a, 121, I don't know how much huh. that was. That was about probably like nine minutes later, Fatty dies by being stabbed in the back with a cleaver by Tom best slash the bleeder. The, best death in the movie. And he's beaten to death also with a bat. Besides Bunky being uh, strangled. 
And two minutes after that, we have John the Bleeder Skag slash Tom Smith stabbed in the stomach with a knife by Nell. And then our last death is at a minute later. It's Byron Preacher Sutcliffe stabbed uh, in the back and beaten to death with a fire extinguisher by Dan. Okay, so I already said this was the third feature film produced by New Line Cinema after the movie Stunts and the movie Polyester. Um, it's one of the first horror films made with Dolby surround sound and often blew out uh, the older theater's speaker systems. So, oh, shit. Yeah. Matthew Broderick ad- auditioned for the role of Bunky's boyfriend, but the director, Jack Shoulder, who also did Nightmare on Elm Street 2, he thought that Matthew Broderick was too talented for such a small role, so he, so, denied, sorry, him, he denied him the role. Um, like we said, Fatty lifting Bunky up by the throat was real. He was a bodybuilder. I already said this too. Uh, Savini was brought in specifically to create the monster apparition Tony has, and he made it out of soap and Rice Krispies cereal. Yummy. Um, the director, what's his name again? Shoulder. Shoulder. Jack yeah. Shoulder. Yeah. He, um, Shoulder. He edited, he, before he did this movie, he edited The Burning. Um, he also has directed a few movies like A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Wishmaster, Gen, uh, Generation X, um, Arachnids, uh, I think, yeah, some, so the budget was estimated to be a million dollars. I couldn't find how much it made. Um, originally it was supposed to, the storyline was supposed to be a blackout and the escapees are rounded up by the mafia in New York City, but it That's was weird. too expensive. Hmm. Produced why, by Robert why, why Shea. Why, why, hmm. why would that happen? I don't know. But, hey, we got to get these crazies off <laughs> the streets. So Tony, you said you said yeah. Ray was you said Ray dough. was in the Running Man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. was Fenno, Fatty. Fatty was like one of the main villains. Yeah, Fatty was in the Running Man. In Running Man. Uh, Stir, Dynamo, the Opera Singer. Stir crazy and with the Stir crazy with the. Dear, dear, dear. What are their names? Stir with a special. Willy Wonka. What's his fucking name? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder and Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. he was also <laughs> in The Wanderers. Um, Dwight Schultz, who played Doctor Dan Potter, he was a uh, he was that crazy guy in the A Team. Um, mm-hmm. He was in Star Trek: First Contact and five of the next five episodes of the Next Generation, and he does ton- all, all kinds all of voice kind, acting like every, shit. Like any Vampire Hunter, uh, every video game. Yeah, it lots seems of like. anime stuff too. Uh, like almost every video game I've seen. Like oh, he's a he, he played the the, the typical role of the new Doctor pretty uh, pretty well, man. Yeah, I thought he did well. He, he, he made it his own. What do you give this? I give it four stars. It was really good. I gave it a three point seven five. I could, I, I couldn't give it a four. But I'm I give it a strong four. I'm going three point five. I was. I, mean, I give it a strong three point seven five. But I, I, you know, four is high. It's way too high for three, me. Three point five here. Yeah. I really liked it, but Martin, I did Martin Landau was creepy as fuck. Jack Palance was Jack fucking Palance. It was very uh, cerebral Donald Pleasance movie. was Donald, Donald Pleasant. It was hard to take notes to. <laughs> Why? Because uh, my brain's. On half speed today. I'm hungover. Okay. Well, that's your fault. Well, what'd, um, you do, what'd you do last night, Mike? I partied with you, Nick. Yeah, and well, I'm not hungover. We I'm were. In, not, I'm still drinking. We were invited to a party. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't well, happen. I, I was, it doesn't I happen was, often. I was, I was not. I was not. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, an yep, asshole. Yep, yep. Hey, hey, he's a nice man. 
Well, we'll see about that. I don't know. Maybe with an attitude know. like that, I like you, Melania, you know, with an attitude like that, there might be a reason uh, you were Well, invited. there might be a reason He's that a all of my name was left up on the fucking bathroom walls in that place. So. Hey, everybody's name's in that fucking bathroom. Uh, not as much as mine. Oh, man. So well, I, I wrote around, it there last week. Around, well, around. William changed them all to make them say guys, nice things. Guys, we're still oh, on cool. the air. Oh, who cares? Anyway, no. gag, so stay gagged on uh, Jack Palance. Stay gagged on Bunky. Stick egg on Tony, man. And God, the, no, I'm a bunky dude. I'm a bunky boy, dude. Yeah, Stig bunky's hot. Bunky's fucking where it's at. Toy axes on stage. Stay gagged on the sick fucks, which we'll be playing as our outro. Stay gagged oh, on sugar bumps. Stay gagged on Brend X. Yeah, stay gagged on D- Jack Pound's breathing. Stay gagged you on a blackout. I'm a number one. And stay oh, gagged on all of our social media, oh. Instagram, TikTok, Gag Move the Knife Podcast, Twitter, Gag Knife Pod. Sign up for our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Gag Me With a Knife Podcast. For member shout-outs, fan-requested episodes, early access to episodes, and bonus exclusives that you will not find anywhere else. We have two up so far. Um, we'll be doing soundtracks soon. And Katie... Katie Mosley. But she's a kid. You can buy our merch at www... No, not www. Sorry. www. You can buy our merch at gagboothandipodcast.com, and we will see you next time with our shot on Shitty 555. That's our trip.